Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode 24 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Morningbrook Digital. If you need help determining the best post-tagging strategy for your company, Morningbrook Digital can help. Email me at frankie at sociallysupportive.com today for for more information. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to Tech Tuesday. On Tuesday, we talk about all things technology related to providing digital customer service. And today is no exception. But before we get started, as per usual lately, I want to remind you that time is ticking away to get yourself registered for the Insight Group's Customer Service Summit happening November 16th and 17th at the Marriott Brooklyn Bridge. I will be there. There will be many thought leaders in the digital and social customer care space there presenting their ideas. I'll be moderating a couple of panels. It's New York in the fall and I have a coupon code for you. If you go to sociallysupportive.com slash insight, I-N-C-I-T-E, you will receive not 100, not 200, but $300 off the cost of your registration. So come on out. A lot of the folks that will be guesting or have guested on this show will be present at this conference. I don't know if guested or guesting are actual words, but we're just going to go with it because it's Tuesday. Let's get into it. Today's inspiration is brought to us by Napoleon Hill, who said, Create a definite plan for carrying out your desire and begin at once, whether you are ready or not, to put this plan into action. And the book of the day is Doing Digital Right, How Companies Can Thrive in the Next Digital Era by Louis Lamoureux. So what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about how to tag social care posts for best results or post tagging strategy. So what's post tagging? When posts come into your social media listening and engagement tool, you should have the ability to add identifying tags to each one of these posts. Most of you are probably already doing this, but you may be asking, why do I even need to tag? Tagging helps to categorize the posts coming in, which can help you gain insights into the data at a high level. It's basically like slicing a loaf of bread, only you can slice it vertically, horizontally, diagonally, and every which way you can think of. It's great to have the right amount of post tags. Too many and you wind up with just a loaf of crumbles all over the floor and too few and you just have this big hunk of bread. I don't know why we're comparing things to bread right now, but we're just going with it. The best way for us to look at post tagging is to look at the different categories that we can dice things into to make it easy for us to see data. 
data. And really, when we are trying to think about what categories work for us, we need to keep in mind a few things. We need to keep in mind what vertical am I in? Your vertical may be different in nature than a different vertical in terms of what you want to look at. So I'll give you six common tagging layers that are used in providing social customer care. And then you'll be able to, from those basic common tagging layers and my examples, determine what would be a great strategy for your organization and potentially think of things that are relevant specific to either your vertical or to your organization particularly. So let's get started. The first common tagging layer is geography. It's important for us to know for many reasons where someone is when they're posting about our company or directly to our company. A common breakdown is by country. So if you're a US-based company that provides service globally, you may have your geography broken down by continent. Maybe you've got North America, South America, or maybe you've got different countries. If you are particularly based in one country, say for example, you are a national chewing gum company and you are based in the United States and your distributions are only to the continental United States, then potentially your geography that you're tracking would be specific to the United States and then broken down by individual states. That will let you know where your posts are coming from. I will say here about geography that you can only automatically tag in your fancy tools when the location is already known, unless you are also manually tagging. I'll go ahead and break that down a little bit more. When posts come in from places like Twitter, geotagging that is available will already be attached. So if someone inputs into Twitter that they are from Birmingham, Alabama, USA, the post will come in with that information. And hopefully if you've got a nice fancy tool, it will deliver that information to you already packaged up for you. Now, if the person on Twitter does not deliver any of that geographical information, or maybe they say they're from someplace funny like Mars or, you know, the great unknown, then that information is going to be coming into your tool. So you can't really use that. You'll need to discard that. And then what happens quite often is that there is no geographical information attached to the post that comes in. So for example, if somebody's tweeting you and they've chosen not to add their location, that information won't be available to you. One thing that you can do in many of the fancy tools is you can manually input geographical information into your tool so that when Susie Customer from Birmingham, Alabama, United States tweets into National Chewing Gum Company, even if she hasn't shared that information with Twitter, once you have an engagement with her and your representatives learn that she is from Birmingham, Alabama, USA, they can tag Susie's account inside of your fancy tool to make it known that Susie is from Birmingham, Alabama, USA. Then when she subsequently tweets in again from the same handle, the tool will remember that the tagging has been done manually and attach Susie's Twitter handle again to that Birmingham, Alabama, USA location. 
Some fancy tools allow you to make a customer profile where you can keep that information for Susie when she tweets in. And then also if she contacts you via Facebook or a different social property that you can also add those handles into Susie's profile. And once you add those handles into the profile, the tool will also then know that Susie is coming from Birmingham, Alabama, USA, whether she's tweeting you or sending you a Facebook private message message coming to you from your community forums, however she's coming to you. Do know that geography is not always automatically sent to you from tools. So keep in mind with the first common tagging layer, geography, that you'll want to make sure that you know what is the nature of your company. Are you based in the United States? Are you based out of the United States? Where do you serve your audience? Where do you sell your products? Those types of things that will let you know what type of geography you want to be watching. If you do not service outside of the United States, you may want to set it up so that you're not even monitoring outside of the United States. It's up to you. All right, the second of six common tagging layers is the type of post. When I say type of post, I give you a few broad categories. The type of post could be a question. It could be someone reporting trouble. It could be a compliment to your brand, or it could be a complaint about your brand. This is essentially the nature of the comments that the customer is making to your brand or the consumer is making to your brand. So that's layer two. Layer one, geography. Layer two, type of post. Layer three is going to be category of post. With category of post, we look at it as, is this going to be a billing type of post? Is the customer having a question about their billing? Are they reporting trouble about their billing? Are they complimenting the billing department? Seems unlikely, could happen. Or are they making a complaint about their billing? See how the type of the post and the category of the post work together? They sort of layer, which is why I refer to it as the six common tagging layers, because all of this will get layered together. Another category of posts that would be common across any service or product company would be a technical post. So is the customer or consumer asking a question about the technical ability of your product or service? Are they reporting trouble with the technical operation of your product or service? Or do they have a compliment or complaint about technical issues with your product or service? So layer one, geography, layer two, type of post, layer three, category of post. Layer four is the source of the post. This means where did the post originate from out on the World Wide Web? Did the post come from Facebook? If it was Facebook, was it a public mention or was it a private message? From Twitter, was it a public tweet or was it a direct message, a DM? Did it come from Instagram? Did it come from Google Plus? Yes, some people do still use Google Plus. Did it come from one of your community forums or did it come from a public community forum? These would be the sources of your post. The fifth layer of tagging would be keywords of interest. Now, keywords of interest will obviously very quite wildly from one organization or company to another. These could include specific product or service names. So if we're a national chewing gum company, potentially we have the very spearmint brand. 
And maybe we want to put into our social engagement tool that we want to be looking for mentions of very spearmint and pull those in. Then someone could have, if we go back through the layers, someone could have a question about very spearmint or a complaint about very spearmint. You get the idea there. So specific product names, specific service names. You also may have uh, specific persons of interest. If you have a consumer or a customer who is pinpointing a particular employee at your organization, perhaps your CEO has been on a talk show talking about very spearmint brand, or maybe your chief marketing officer is talking about how you're just launching the very spearmint brand, then you may want to have that particular individual's name being watched for. You also might want to use event names for keywords of interest. These could be permanent or they could be temporary. For example, if your company is known for sponsoring the annual chewing gum competition, then you would want to make sure that annual chewing gum competition is continually in your keywords of interest that you use and that you have a particular tag group for that so that when something comes in, you can understand. The last common tagging layer is post status. Now, every company will not need to use this. It depends on how fancy your tool is. You know how I really like to be able to measure overall ticket handle time and how many tickets you get in a day, week, month, whatever time period that you're measuring. So if your tool doesn't automatically measure by tickets and understand your average handle time per ticket to thread all of that together, you can do this manually by using post tagging. So if Susie customer from Birmingham, Alabama, USA tweets in and says, hey, I need help. You can post tag that as conversation started or conversation initiated. And then your agents could reply back to that and they could say, Ooh, how can we help you? And then when the customer tweets back in and says, I've got an issue with very spearmint gum, that could be labeled as conversation ongoing, right? And then every tweet back and forth that the customer makes to you until the end of the conversation would still be posted as conversation ongoing. Then at the end of the conversation, when Susie customer says, thank you so much for helping me, I feel much better now, you can post that as conversation closed or, you know, issue resolved, however you want to title that. But basically that you would have three elements, you would have conversation initiated, ongoing and closed, and that would represent a conversation. There are other types that would go into those post status. Hopefully you don't have to do that manually. But if you do, there's a structure that you can use to understand that the state at which your conversation is in by using post tags creatively. All right, so you've made these six post tag layers. And now you're wondering, what should I do with them? How does this work? Well, here's how this works. All right, so you made your post tags. Now what are you supposed to do with them? Well, you're going to use them. And here's how you use them. If you have a fancy tool that has natural language processing NLP, then 
it will start to learn after you program it with your tool provider. The tool will start to learn which types of posts belong in which types of categories and you'll help it by correcting when it makes errors and it will learn and get better and start automatically moving posts that come in into these buckets and putting these tags on them. The other way that you're going to use the post tags is manual agent tagging. This will be used both to correct automated tagging that was not properly done by the tool in the first place and also to identify the need for new tags. When you're first going out, if you haven't already had a social media customer care team, you're going to give it your good old college try, your very best college try, and do what you think is right. And then once you get started, you'll probably notice, oh, I could use a tag for this. We didn't think about that. And how you'll know is because you'll have a big lump of posts that come and don't have a home. So it'll be posts in other land, we'll call it. And then you'll know when you start to see patterns in what is showing up in your other or non-tagged items, you'll start to see trends and you'll say, we didn't think to make a tag for very experiment, but we've got all these posts about very spearmint. So that reminds us we need to make a post tag for very spearmint. It will become clear to you pretty quickly after you get started. So that's how you're going to use the tags auto tagging with the fancy tool and then manual agent tagging. Once you've got that tagging going into motion, you'll want to start checking out your reports. And here's what's really important about the reports. All of these tags layer together and you can observe data trends in what's happening for your organization by changing the reporting views. You can organize things by any one of these layers. You can say, well, I want to see a breakdown of where all these posts are coming from. And then you'll see a geographical organization. And then you'll look at the type of posts and say, well, I want to know what percentage of the posts that come in are questions versus complaints. And then you you'll say, well, I wonder if we mostly get billing posts or do we mostly get technical posts? This will help inform you about how many of your agents should be trained in billing versus how many of your agents need to be trained in technical if you don't have a whole team of blended agents. Then you can also look at the source of your posts. In the United States, we tend to normally skew to be 60% Twitter, 40% Facebook with some sliver of other taking up, you know, a couple of percents maybe, but generally speaking, it's mostly Twitter that comes in and less Facebook. Outside of the United States, it seems to be consistently the other way around. And then if you're serving places like China, then WeChat comes in and, and many different things can happen. These kind of posts at this hour and those kind of posts at that hour It'll start to become clear for you, but the right, the right post tagging strategy out the gate can really help you get closer to understanding what needs to be tweaked very early on and help you get a good handle on what's happening with your volume and what people are talking to you about. All right, that's what I've got for you today. Who's doing it well? If your team is doing great work or if somebody else's team is knocking it out of the park and you would like to hear from their leader how they do that, email me at frankie at sociallysupportive.com and I'll reach out to them to find out what they're doing. Also, 
If you have a job opening or if you're looking for a spot, I am happy to play matchmaker between people and position. So email me that at frankie at socially supportive.com as well. Tomorrow is Wisdom Wednesday. Tune in. We'll have a very special episode. It'll be great. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Thanks so much for tuning in. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.